We continue counting down to first pitch on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. Getting set for this evening's 635 first pitch between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Louisville Bats. Catching up with Rusty Coons. Rusty, so glad to have you back in Omaha. Good to see you again. How is the, how's the earliest start of the season been for you so far? Uh, really cold. <laughs> I mean, other than today and yesterday, probably the two nicest day I've seen. You know, the month of April is always tough, but uh, it seems like it was windier than normal. Bringing those temperatures down a little bit, it, it's, it's not... Not good to play in April, but you try to survive it and get started in May. I was going to say, last homestand, the guys are bundled up on their parkas and ski masks. Now we're sitting out over the field. The birds are chirping, the sky is blue, the flags are fluttering and not blowing. Don't want to take any day for granted, but this is about as good as it gets. Well, especially this time of year. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it seems like even last year, it seemed like we went from April to August. You know, there was no springtime like there is uh, like yesterday and today. Two nice spring days and uh, beautiful weather to play baseball in for sure. So take Storm Chasers fans kind of through what, I mean, you're here for a few days catching up with the, the Storm Chasers players, specifically outfielders. What are your, some of your goals on a trip like this? What are you hoping to accomplish? Well, this is my first uh, trip to Omaha this year anyway, and kind of looking at some of the players that I really haven't had a, a, a lot of eyeball tests to or whatever, you know, Samad Taylor, you know, uh, Eaton came back from the big leagues and I got uh, the pleasure to watch him in, in Kansas City and that. And, and just, you know, kind of get a feel for, you know, what they're all about and what they're athleticism and where they can play and we got multiple guys that can play multiple positions so I'll spend a, a, an entire week here six days and see a full rotation with the pitchers and and get to see different guys play different positions and, and kind of you know kind of see what they can and can't do really right now. What impresses you the most about the team that's here at Warner Park right now? Uh, the athleticism I mean when you get when you got when you got uh, 13 guys on a roster and you got probably 10 or 11 of them that can play multiple positions that doesn't happen. Usually a catcher is only a catcher, but our catchers play first and third, you know, or you got an infielder that just plays up the middle or whatever. Well, our up the middle guys can play left and center field too, you know. They're very athletic and, and they're very um, energizing. You don't necessarily see that all the time at AAA, you know, but it's fun to come here because of their energy and, you know, their willingness to learn and all that kind of good stuff. We continue counted on to first pitch on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show visiting with Rusty Coons. I want to ask you about a few guys specifically. You mentioned Samad Taylor. That's maybe one of the most athletic players in this league. He's played a fantastic second base, and it feels like he fits in in center field for a position he hasn't played all that much in his career. I know. It looks like he's been there his whole career. Athleticism, and especially his speed, the way he can cover the gaps going left and right, it's phenomenal, really, to be able to play second. And then, you know, on a turn of a dime, you can go in the middle of the game and put him out in center field and cover gap to gap. You know, he's plus tools all the way around, but probably his best tool is he's, he's just the nicest person you know a great teammate energizes everybody in the lineup you know you got him at the top of the order and for Mike Jersey that's going to be a plus for him to be able to get on base the way he does yeah. the kind of power he has for for his size yeah. but the, the speed is everything to me you know and yeah. I love stolen bases so to watch him get on base and run and, and play games with the catcher and the pitcher and all that kind of stuff it's really fun to watch one of my favorite things about Samad outside of everything that you just listed off which is about his entire game, uh, the element of leadership that he brings to the, the field. And I say this because at the start of the season, C.J. Alexander was thrust into right field a couple of times, really the first time, in, uh, or at least in several years that he had played right field. And he told me that Samad kind of took him under his wing and, and was helping him through those growing pains. But how hard is it for a guy who has really been a third baseman a lot of his career, like C.J. Alexander, then starting to learn first, now be 
thrown out into right field the, at the start of the season. I mean, that's not easy. No, not at all. You know, and, and the guys can do it and do it and make it look easy. Okay, that's even harder. Yeah. One of those with CJ. You know, I mean, being a first and third baseman, you know, you, you know his 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 footwork can play and all that kind of stuff. And guys with good footwork and and hands, I'll take him in the outfield any day of the week. But you know, probably CJ's number one tool, and it's it's one of those rare times where you 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 not only can see it but you can hear it is his bat speed i mean that's what's going to catapult him to the to the big leagues in in on a fast track too because the sound of the ball coming off his bat is like you know you you very rarely hear that let alone witness it you know with your with your eyes but he's got that it factor as far as being able to generate bat bat speed with his hand speed and you know he it's not going to take him very long before they notice you know the ball jumping off the bat 100 plus miles an hour it's time to elevate your game and and he'll he'll get there quicker I was going to say I hate talking in cliches but I find myself every day when CJ's in the lineup saying it just sounds different off his bat because it does and if you look at some of the top exit velocities on this team they're from CJ but it's it's both an eye thing and then it can be backed up as well with numbers with him oh yeah I mean if you you don't believe your trust and eyes well just look at the look at the machine it'll tell you there's 100 plus every time it comes off the barrel yeah. and i mean he he's just you know he's just blessed that way you know and and he doesn't take it for granted he takes care of himself but you know he's He's learning the AAA lifestyle, getting up at three in the morning and all the travel that's, you know, involved in it. And it's just a process, you know, it's just a process. But I know when he gets in the box and he makes contact, it's going to get loud real fast. We continue counting down to first pitch on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show, visited with Rusty Koontz. You mentioned Nate Eaton earlier. I, I was very impressed with, he had a rough start to the season in Kansas City. He came to Omaha. It would have been really easy for any guy to have their head down, be frustrated with how the season's gone and where they've been at. But he came into the lineup, made an impact from his very first at-bat with a home run. He's been great defensively. He's played, what, three positions already? But that speaks both to the player he is and, I'd say, his character as well. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, one, you know, the best way to describe Nate is he's a ball player. And he doesn't care wherever you want me to go. I'm going to give you everything I got. And he's one of those special guys that can play everywhere. And, in fact, you know, he can catch and he can pitch. So, you know, you're talking to a guy that maybe someday, uh, someday down the road, that he might be one of those uh, guys that plays nine yeah. positions in nine innings because he can. You know, he's he's got the he's got the pitching and the catching, which usually eliminates a lot of guys from playing all nine. But he can do both of those yeah. as well. But he's one of those guys. He shows up every day. He just looks at the lineup. I don't care where you put me. I'm yeah. going to get four or five at bats with it, and I'm going to give you everything I got. And he really does. I mean, you know, from the time he walks out to practice to to his uh, pregame to his game play to postgame, everything he leaves everything on the field and he's a great example for young kids you know look you've been blessed with what you have you know and in his case he's been blessed with everything that you could possibly want and now it's just a a matter of going out and being able to uh, show it off on a daily basis and like you said early on it doesn't take him very long before he makes an impression on you whether it's at the plate in the defense on the bases his running everything and not to mention 100 miles an hour probably coming out of his hand, you know, as far as throwing from the outfield or third base or whatever. Or from the mound. I was going to say, there's no chance we see him as a two-way player anytime soon, right? Yeah, that's true. And from the mound. I think he blew 94-95 when he had to throw in Texas or wherever. So, yeah, good point. We wind down our time visiting with Rusty Coons on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. Before I let you go, I have to ask about Lorenzo Cain, because there's a reason you're not in Omaha all week. They're celebrating Lorenzo Cain this weekend at Kauffman Stadium. He's retiring a Royal, which is... 
about the coolest thing that you can ask for for someone like Locan. What is he meant to this organization? How excited are you for him to be able to come back to the stadium and be celebrated the way he will be this weekend? Well, as you can see with the goosebumps on my arm, I mean, he's he's one of those special guys, you know, in, in my career that you just made a connection with. And from where he started as an uh, Omaha Storm Chaser, and once he was uh, – traded over from Milwaukee Brewers over here in the Zach uh, Grinke deal. When he and Gerard Dyson were here playing, uh, it, it was exciting to watch him. And he and then to watch him mature and grow and then become an everyday starter at the big league level and then turn into an all-star and then to a, a playoff MVP. I mean, he just he just evolved as that guy. And, you know, and you couldn't ask any more from a guy, you know, just to watch the development of his whole career. And, you know, 10 years in the big leagues, which nobody ever saw that coming, you know, but he, he proved everybody wrong. You know, he worked he worked his tail off as far as on an everyday basis to become a hitter, a better defensive player. You know, his throwing got better and that speed, you can't deny that speed. And, and you know, even won a gold glove, you know. So it's like, it's exciting for me to be able to go back and see him because I know he's in Oklahoma now and, you know, he's he's enjoying his retirement and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just glad he's going to come back yeah. and, and allow the people of Kansas City to appreciate one more, more time and and from a selfish standpoint get to see him again man rusty i feel like we could talk all day but i'll let you go i appreciate the time as always so glad to, to have you in omaha and look forward to hopefully catching up again down the road this season well i hope so yeah and i'll be gone short but then i'll be right back and we can do this again but thank you we'll be back with starting lineups and first pitch after this on the omaha storm chasers baseball network and the sarpy county tourism pregame show